When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Who dat? And welcome back to the Canal Street Congress podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. Today, I'm here to talk about the Tennessee Titans game, uh, what happened, what went wrong, and all this fun stuff that I'd love to talk about. But yes, the Saints did fall as Tennessee Titans 21-23. to uh, Another heartbreaking loss, back-to-back weeks, and the Saints are in the position where they could be losing three straight for the first time in a very, very long time. Saints fans are definitely not used to seeing this, and being even close to 500 is a new sight for Saints fans, uh, especially in the most recent years. Well, let's just jump right into this game. I mean, it was an extremely frustrating game, and it took me a while to do this podcast. I had to put together some things to say and why they lost, but the list is so damn long. Now, here's the three main reasons that they lost, and you can never win a football game while doing this. You missed two extra points. Three total because you don't get the two-point conversion. I mean, that's three points right there. You missed the first one. You missed the second one. So you have to go for the last one to tie the game. I mean, if you hit the first one, second one, that two-point conversion at the end of the game, you're kicking a PAT to go up. You have the chance to be winning at that position. But for some reason, for the Saints especially, an extra point has been hard to come by. Harder than touchdowns, honestly. And it's becoming very, very frustrating. And I'm not one of those guys who are like, yeah, I can go out there and do it. But man, me, you, whoever you're listening with this with, go kick a PAT. I'm sure you can hit one. And I know you have to get it over the line and whatnot, and you kind of there's some technique to it. But damn, we can't make one, not a single one. That's why you lose football games. So that's reason one. You got to make your PATs. Those are free points point after attempt it's a free point next actually I have four reasons why they lost Deontay Harris kickoff fumble at the, at the end of the day you lose by two points you gave them the football to start the half on your own 20 uh but I understand at the end of the day I understand why I took it out you said take care of the football I mean you can't be fumbling 
and I know he wants to make a play on the ball. You can't, you can't, you can't fumble. You can't. You cannot put balls on the ground. And I know every time Deontay gets that kick in the end zone, uh, no matter how deep, he needs to go make a play at the ball. And I know Sean Payton, Darren Rizzi are saying, "You are one of our best players right now. You are most, you are our most explosive player. If you get the ball, take it out. Doesn't matter where. Doesn't matter how deep." Because every time you touch the football, you have a chance to make a big play. So I understand. And and their offense has been struggling finding any kind of rhythm in any kind of big plays. So I understand why he has to take it out every single time. And my third reason is there's completely no offense till the fourth quarter. The second week in a row, and pretty much all season we've been dealing with this. The first three quarters of Saints football, you have six points, and it's really, really ugly. I mean, there's no rhythm. Uh, he Trevor Simeon was doing his best to get the wire receivers involved. The old line had one of their most miserable performances of all time. Cesar Ruiz, you go back and watch the film. It's a really, really tough game for him. Uh, not even just blocking, just like staying on his feet, doing the simple things, just blatantly missing an, a pass rusher, a uh, blitzer, and on pulling guard. There's this video of him pulling, and he just looks like a complete joke. I mean, I, I'm not going to call him a bust, but he has some work to do. And it showed this game. Jeffrey Simmons destroyed him in this game. Uh, not Definitely not one of the best defense tackles, but one of the better three techs in the National Football League. So moving forward, because you don't have this great offense like you used to, every game, we, this cannot be a tradition to try and have this crazy fourth quarter comeback. Play good the first three quarters. Because whether this offense has been good or not, or bad or not, they have the most fourth quarter points out of any team. And I don't know if that still stands after this week, but coming to the game, they did. And obviously, they had a ton at the end of the game as well. But you're putting yourself in position to lose these games. Penalties, drops, another frustrating thing. Adam Troutman jumping off sides, false start. Just so many freaking things that they did to hurt themselves. Even if they tied up this game, went to overtime and won, they, it felt like they didn't deserve to win this game because the Titans were the better team because they didn't hurt themselves. I mean, they weren't doing anything phenomenal, but they weren't hurting themselves. And the Saints were just killing themselves. And the last thing, my fourth thing, why they lost this game, and this is needs to be addressed, absolutely, this is out of the Saints' control. Uh, Titans have a first and goal, and Ryan Tannehill evades a sack and throws a pick to Marcus Williams in the end zone. But it's called back because a roughing the passer call that is about as hard as when you bump your mom in the kitchen and she freaks out. That is about as hard as he hit Ryan Tannehill. I mean, it was a two-hand kind of pushover, and he did fall, but it was a more of a just a, just let me just fall over and hope to get a flag. But that was one of the most BS calls I've seen all year long. This Saints game in versus Tampa, Trevor Simeon had a couple of those calls, but they were like blatantly late or obvious hits to the head. That one was just pathetic. If that's a roughing the passer call, just let's just put two damn yellow flags on Ryan Tannehill's hip and let him pull one. I mean, if we can't hit him, he's got shoulder pads and a helmet. He can be hit. It doesn't matter if we get the ball late or not. As a defensive player, I used to play defense in high school. As a defensive player, these guys are moving so fast. And when you're going to the quarterback, you finish your hit. You don't, you're, not, you're not just going to stop because he is getting in the motion of throwing it. What if he doesn't throw it? You finish your hit. And... As a defensive player, you don't have time to be thinking about these things in your head. Like, oh, I, I have to make sure I don't hit Ryan Tannehill in the ankle, knee. 
Uh, I can't hit him too hard in the hip, and I definitely can't hit him up high. So where do I hit this guy? You, you can't. And what Caden Ellis did was absolutely not a penalty. Absolutely not. And it changed the game. And it gave the Titans seven points. And later that drive, Marcus Williams got hurt. He returned to play, but how about player safety for that? It pisses me off. That is a BS call, and it changed the game. Without that call, Saints could have won this game. They still wouldn't have been the better team. But, I mean, in the past, they found ways to win games like this. And I know Sean Payton was pissed. And we all were, too. I mean, my gaming chair is a little worse for wear after that game just because of how frustrating it was. But moving on from the officiating because I can't complain too much. Uh, the Saints are 5-4. and four, And you are what the record says you are. 5-4. and four, uh, Philadelphia Eagles coming up. Definitely not a hammy game because they've been playing really well. But what's the most frustrating is you play the Falcons tight. I felt like you could have won that game. If you did a couple things right, you win that game. You play the Titans, the leader in the AFC, the number one seed in the AFC by a game and now I think two games or a game and a half. One of the best teams in the National Football League. You should have beat them with Trevor Simeon at quarterback and uh, you at wide receiver. You could have been 7-2, and two, first in the NFC South, and potentially after today, one of the top teams in the NFC. If you beat the Falcons, you beat the Titans because you were supposed to. Maybe not supposed to, but you're in position to win, and you could have, should have, would have won that game. But instead, you sit at five and four, and you're looking at uh, a really tough remaining schedule. And because you're losing games, because it's not looking good, it's at the point of the season where you got to start evaluating these players. Is Adam Troutman the guy? Is he the tight end one? Have you seen enough where you're going to be like, okay? Let me get Jawan Johnson a shot at tight end one. Because what Jawan has done, you've asked him everything you've asked of him, he's done. I mean, he changed positions, and I feel like he's already better than Adam Troutman. I think Adam Troutman is loaded with potential. And then coming in a year, we were talking about Callaway and Troutman being the breakout players. We have this such this negative view on Troutman. I mean, his strong points are blocking. And you have men on that two-point conversion, which is probably a taste and run. And he, he jumps off sides. And you make that two-win conversion that much harder. Now, I'm not just blaming Adam Trout for losing, but it's a large part of it. And there's many, many plays in this game where you can say, we should have done this, we could have done this. When the when the Titans fumbled the snap, and the, somehow the ball ends up being in the Saints secondary, and we don't get it. I get it. 24-hour rule, rule, move on. That's tough to move on on. That might be the easiest turnover you get in franchise history. The ball just gets kicked to you in the secondary, and I don't know if they weren't didn't see it or whatnot, but I feel like no one even was going after the ball. And A.J. Brown was the first one there. Like, how? How? Just so many different things. Uh, Titans running back room was running back by committee, and it seemed like they did pretty well. Marshawn Lattimore had one of those games where he didn't do something right. He didn't have his peanut butter jelly sandwich or something. He wasn't locked into the game. Marcus Johnson, who the hell is that? Five receptions, 100 yards on you when you've been locking down and you're being talked about before the game as one of the best corners in the NFL. The Saints have been loving how you've been playing and you take a day off against Marcus Johnson. I mean, look at A.J. Brown. He did nothing. Marshawn did a great job on A.J. Brown when he was lined up against him. But... The thing has been killing the Saints defense. It hasn't been a lot. 
They've been great against the run, but shitty against the drag game. For some reason, they just fall asleep on those drags, the deep ends. They don't pass off the guy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but teams are starting to see that on film. And it's what Marcus Johnson killed the Saints on. It's been kind of a rant podcast, and I think if you recorded one, it'd be pretty much the same thing. Because there's not a lot of analyzing to do about this game. There wasn't a ton that was good. Uh, your game plan changes all of a sudden when Alvin Kamara's out. I know the Titans are missing their Derrick Henry, their workhorse, but they were prepared for that. They've been prepared. Uh, you lose your best offensive player, so Mark Ingram and Ty Montgomery become very versatile in this game plan. Very early, Ty Montgomery literally snaps his pinky off his freaking hand. I mean, if you saw the play, it was pretty nasty, and the glove was torn, and it was, like, bleeding. It's like, did his finger just, like, compound fracture? It, it didn't look good at all, and it wasn't the type of thing where he could just pop in. So, I hope he's okay, but all of a sudden, now Mark Ingram has to carry a huge workload, and that's the positive I want to talk about, is Mark Ingram. He's been here for a long, long time, and congratulations on Mark Uh one of the best players in Saints history. One of the most beloved players in Saints history. Uh, it doesn't get much better than Mark Ingram. And he's now the Saints all-time leading rusher. And I'm super glad. And uh, we're in 28, 22, 14. He's had a really long junior here journey here. And I'm honestly, no one deserves it more than him. And I- I'm bummed we never could get a Super Bowl with him in our prime team. Because he's one of those guys that deserve it. Like him, Cam. Uh, Drew, Mike, those guys feel like they deserve a ring. And I really hope we can get that for him at some point. But I was really happy on he played. I mean, 14 carries, 47 yards. He broke a touchdown loose. Early in the game, it was like really, really tough running. Sometimes it's like super discouraging when you just keep running. You can't get anything. Nothing's coming. But he just kept pounding. Um, But in the receiving game as well. I mean, four receptions, 61 yards. That's Kamara numbers. He's doing Kamara's job, and if even with a little better ball, he could have got that two-point conversion as well. I mean, Mark Ingram was great. He is my only positive. I'm not my only, but he was one of my few positives in this game. Um, someone else I wanted to highlight is Trevor Simeon, and this is a third-string quarterback coming in, uh, taking over a job that isn't the easiest situation he's ever had. Definitely not one he expected being quarterback three uh, behind Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, but yet here he is, and he's making plays. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job. This is three games now he's played. No interceptions. He was 19 for 34, almost 300 yards and two touchdowns. That'll win you a football game. Those stats right there will win you a football game. You want the completions a little better, but at the end of the day, the Saints are dropping easy passes. Taysom had a drop. Uh, Juwan Johnson had a drop. Um... Let's see here. Kevin White had uh, potentially two drops. But, I mean, what can you do? It's the receiver room. No Dell Beckham Jr. You maybe thought that was going to work out. It didn't. But here on out, I think you got to kind of rely on Trevor Simeon. you got to trust him. And they have. He's been super aggressive. And he's been a reason that they've been in these past two games. He's thrown them into games. If Jameis was in, I mean, who knows what these games would look like if Jameis was in. I know Jameis is always worried about, let me make the right decision. Let me make the smart decision. Let me not go for seven right here. Let me go for seven yards. But I think Trevor's done a really good job. 
This is one of these games where it's a really, really tough pill to swallow. Offensively, you weren't happy. Defensively, it felt like you could have done more. No turnovers. Uh, the defense has always been good all year long, but they haven't been very opt- opportunistic with turnovers. It's, it's felt like it's felt like those those have been hard to come by. And one of your strongest units, you, year in and year out, the special teams, probably loses you this game. I mean, it does. A fumble on the kickoff, two missed extra points. The punting was fine, but, I mean, they had a punt where they could have been down at the one. JT Gray steps out uh, at the at, in the end zone, so it's a touchback. So those are three crucial plays, four crucial plays that changed the outlook of the game. The onside kick was brutal. I mean, it was like, I could have done better. You could have done better. But the kicker problems continue to happen in New Orleans. And it's like I'm finding, it's it's hard to talk about this. Like, what do we have to do to find a kicker that can hit an extra point? Do we need to bring in a guy like Carrot Hartley, who I could see on Instagram hitting extra points every single day? Like, that's all you need to do for us. Make us have a successful drive by capping off with seven points. Make it so the defense can come in, get a stop, get a turnover, and the offense can come in and drive down the field. Don't hurt yourself with penalties. Now, moving forward, you have Philadelphia, you got Buffalo, you got Dallas, you got Tampa Bay again. Your schedule is going to get really, really tough. And if you want to make the playoffs, you got to stop hurting yourself and you got to start making plays on everywhere. Offense, defense, special teams. Everywhere. And I think they will. I think they can get it together. And I think they still, this is a playoff team. It's one of the best defenses in the NFL. And personnel wise, this is one of the worst offensive units in the league. But they're still having success. They scored 21 points. It wasn't an easy 21 points, but they did it. They were stride for stride with one of the best teams in the AFC. If you can do that, you can stick with anyone. That'll wrap up today's podcast. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Brennan Earl. Let me know what you guys think. I mean, I'm pretty frustrated. I was frustrated after the game, during the game. The post-game press conference with everyone, it was just, it just felt different. I mean, a little frustrating, but more disappointing. Because this is back-to-back weeks where you've lost games in the exact same way. Mixing easy points, hurting yourself, defensive errors, turning the ball over. Those, that won't win you football games. But, smile. I mean, the Saints are a great organization. They'll figure this thing out. I'm still positive. You should still be positive. This is one of the better teams in the NFL. And we got the best coach in the NFL in Sean Payton. Appreciate you guys for tuning in as always. I love the support and love. We'll be catching you guys Thursday talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Who dat?